Hey, what's up everybody? Welcome to Set in Stone. I'm Jalen. This is Noah. This is Leroy. So today, just for uh, just for a little bit, we want to talk about some, some slight changes that are going to be made to the channel. Um, our podcasts are going to be a little bit different. So when we start off, we're going to you know do our introductions and stuff, and then we're going to go into a news segment for just current events that are happening now. We want to inform you guys, give our you know opinions on what's going on currently. And then after we talk about the news for a little bit, we're going to go into a topic that'll be the main topic of the podcast. And we'll talk about that for about the last like 30 to 40 minutes mm-hmm. of the podcast will be that. And then obviously it'll change the duration of the podcast will change depending, you know, week to week. Um, but it'll usually be around 30 to 40 minutes for that. And then uh, another channel change, um, we're renovating Jalen's office in his home to become our new permanent recording location, so you guys are going to have to say goodbye to the uh, old, good old tan couch. And the surfer dude. Surfer dude. Surfer dude. Oh, man. But uh, it's going to take a little bit. We're still, we just got started. We just cleaned yeah. it out. We got to put carpet rugs down, yeah. get lights, everything set up, so... Yeah. It'll be a little bit. Definitely won't be by our next video or anything, but something to be looking out for. It'll be, it'll be pimped out. Oh, yeah. I, I think it's going to look really good. Um, so we're upgrading to that, and uh, we're thinking about uh, specialized podcasts and videos where, um, like, uh, let's say, like, we do one in the park. Yeah. Like, uh, we do one in a park. Yeah, like- Film on location. Or, yeah, yeah, film mm-hmm. on location. We could do one on, like, a rooftop or something, you know, just make it interesting, make it fun, and, you know, show off places that <laughs> we can go to. And um, um, our uh, the Royal Rumble's coming up, and obviously we're making predictions on that, so keep an eye out for that video. Mm-hmm. But also, let us know, we're thinking about maybe doing a live reaction for the... Like a like, live stream. A live yeah. stream of the Royal Rumble, like, of us watching the Royal Rumble, because obviously we can't show the Royal Rumble, mm-hmm. but if you guys want to, if you guys are interested in that, let us know, comment, mm-hmm. uh, just let us know. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's that's going to be super cool. We also have a uh, couple videos coming up. We got uh, mm-hmm. the Grammy predictions. Grammy mm-hmm. predictions, Royal, Royal Rumble, Rumble predictions, predictions. Um, uh, uh, maybe the... NFL playoff prediction coming out. Yeah, all um, the, all of these will be for the Set in Stone title. Mm-hmm. Which, if you don't know what that is, go watch our last video. Mm-hmm. Um, so those are those two. Um, we might we might do like maybe a little video on Raw twenty five, um, mm-hmm. like a little recap because that's going to be c- pretty cool. Um, and then we got some special videos that we've been thinking of. Yeah, we're planning. We got we got some skits in the in the making don't don't want to spoil it we won't yeah. it'll, yeah. Be, it'll be good it'll, it'll be good yeah. Yeah. we're brainstorming it's, it's definitely it's definitely one that i remember yeah. and it's 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 going to be a really good video i can i can already tell yeah um so our topic on this video we've uh just to introduce it um, as you guys have probably seen from the yeah the title the, of the, the video by now uh, it's a rise the fall and the revival of rock um this is credit to leroy yeah, um, I'm a big music fan, as you guys all know, and um, rock is, uh, I didn't really start getting into rock until recently. My my dad's listened to it all of his life, and I've heard it through, you know, various other mm-hmm. things, and um, so I, I want to talk about how, you know, how it started, 
the real start at least um and how it kind of fell off for a long like about 10 years um and then now it's being um implemented yeah Mm -hmm. implemented in a different way than we're normally used to seeing it but before we start that uh let's go into the news which sounds good uh i'll start off first uh in my news i have Got these glasses, as you can see. They're pretty cool. The Robert Downey Jr. tubes. <laughs> but I'll let uh, Lee get into the real news. Yeah. All right. So our first uh, news that broke over, I believe, uh, last or last like, weekend. This, yeah, yeah. So I think like, yeah. was it this past weekend. Yeah, yeah. This yeah. past weekend, um, <laughs> Hawaii uh, got a missile alert, a fake missile alert, um, and knowing. Knowing the way uh, America and the North Korean yeah, relationship are thing, going, the way things are, yeah, so that scary. must have been really Terrifying. scary. So, if if you're from Hawaii and you're watching this video, which I I mean I don't think anyone is. If you are, if you are, my, cool. I'm sorry you had First to go. I'm sorry you had to go through that. Yeah, yeah. Um, I've seen some pretty funny memes on it. Yeah. About, uh, because guys, if that would have happened, like to us, I don't. Yeah. I don't know what I. Would and do. we live in the Midwest. Yeah. I mean, yeah. that's like, um, but like. Apparently, terrifying. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Apparently, it was like some guy just pressed the wrong button. <laughs> but I don't understand how you just press. He did the, the old. You the, the, the old most... monsters versus aliens. <laughs> <laughs> Sir, that's the coffee. Or no, that's the uh, nuke button. Yeah. Oh, oh, I thought this was a coffee button. And that's then, the coffee button. <laughs> man, that's that's a great scene. But um, yeah, I, I don't understand how you press the wrong button in that situation and the yeah. most crucial button because I'm you're assuming, very close. To I'm it. assuming that. Whoever it was got fired. I would Probably. hope. I would, he, or I would got a stern talking to. I would assume. Um, so that happened. He said a stern talking. Stern talking to at least. Um, so that happened. Uh, still talking about Koreans. We get another news story about the about uh, North Korea and South Korea apparently uh, unifying under one flag during the 2018 um, Winter Olympics, Winter Olympics uh, which is coming up soon. Yeah. Um, and, uh, that's really, that's really cool, you know, to see, like, uh, diplomacy, um, North Korea not being so isolated. Yeah, that was my first reaction to it, was, like, how, like, that's really cool, like, Mm -hmm. because North Korea has been so isolated for so long, Mm -hmm. to see that, like, obviously they're not, like, warming up to us, it doesn't (laughs) seem like, but they've had a really tumultuous relationship with South Korea, yeah, too. So to see them start to open up and, you know, be civil with them, maybe they're starting to kind of soften up, turn over a new leaf. And you said that the women's hockey team, they're combining? Yes. For, so uh, I have some <coughs> thoughts on that. But first, that's probably going to be, like, a really interesting dynamic between the South Korean and North Korean mm-hmm. players. Yeah. Because, I like, I mean, I'm sure the North Koreans are, like, are going to be told they can't, like, say much about what North Korea is like. Right. But those South Koreans, they're going to talk to them. They're going to get some, like, yeah. sense of idea of what... Like, I don't think it's going to be, like, awkward. Like. You know, it's going to yeah. be... Yeah, but, um, like, they're definitely going to get to learn what it's like and, like, more. Yeah. Or it can be, like, they hate each other yeah, and they have to play on the same team. team. Or it could be 20 years down the road... And Meryl Streep is winning an Oscar for playing a <laughs> Korean hockey player. Just telling secrets to idea. South Korea. <laughs> but one one problem I have with this is it doesn't seem fair to me. Like, like because combining two yeah, countries. Yeah, if it's yeah. the Olympics, it's supposed to be one nation. Right. right. And like, 
obviously, it's, they're not going to be like a powerhouse, obviously. Like, I don't think it's going to be like a huge deal, but like, if America and Canada women's hockey teams are like, hey, we're going to combine this year, like, yeah. that wouldn't be allowed. So I don't, I don't really know how they got around that or anything. Um, but technically, they're still in a civil war. Okay. They're still well, have the, they have that ceasefire, and I, th- I'm not sure, but I'm pretty sure they're um. Okay, I'm, I that's I don't know what redundant I guess redundant. Yeah. Well, I said I'm not sure, but I'm pretty sure. Oh. But anyway, that's contradictory. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. So I'm pretty sure the one unified country they just like to be mm-hmm. called two different countries because they're still in that civil war. Um. It's just like a really long ceasefire. <laughs> right. So, I guess that's how they got around it. But, you know, whatever to get the North Koreans to actually talk to people, yeah. that's great. Definitely a start. Yeah. It's like the, like, really angsty teenage, like, boy at Thanksgiving. They finally <laughs> get him to, like, come out of his room for a little bit. And he's actually a pretty good guy. Yeah. I hope. Well, yeah. I hope. I hope. <laughs> or they're awful. Yeah. Um, it's to the best. Um, so our next news story is um, a WWE uh, women's wrestler um, started very young, I believe, at the age of twenty or even nineteen. She started on the indie, right. well, indie, indie circuit, like when she, she got the like thirteen. Yeah, she's um, she's really really good. Her name is Paige. Mm-hmm. Really talented. Though. Yeah, um, yeah, she's been wrestling with the WWE for what five years. She, about, she left. Yeah, she left for about a year, but came back. She just recently came. Back, um, yeah. Very young, very good. Had a lot of like. Um, potential, yeah, potential, and talent. Already, yeah, she's yeah. already like top like, of the game. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and um, recently she um, suffered a bump or an injury from a wrestler named Sasha Banks. This is in I don't think it's in any way her fault. No, no, mm-hmm. it's um, just one of those. It's it's wrestling injuries. It's the business. Yeah, um, and even though wrestling, as we all know, might be scripted or fake, mm-hmm. they still they still they have still put their yeah, bodies on the line. On the line. Yep. Yeah, mm-hmm. and. Uh, and uh, so uh, Paige took a bump from Sasha Banks. Uh, she got kicked in the back mm-hmm. um, when she wasn't ready for it. Um, and she was down for most of the match. Um, and the doctors had to come get her, but she walked off on her own. So everybody thought she was okay. There was no news for about a week and a half um, after that happened. Um, and then I'd, I think it's uh, this weekend, like right before Monday Night Raw, um, we get, we get uh, news or... <coughs> Like rumors, but it's from um, mm-hmm. insiders. Uh, yeah. yeah, insiders from that are usually correct. Mm-hmm. That Paige might be out for her entire career. Yeah, um, suffering like a neck injury, and we saw um, previously who you know had to retire from neck injuries. Uh, Edge, Daniel, Edge, Daniel Bryan, Daniel Bryan Edge, um, Stone, Stone Cold. Cold. You know, the big wrestlers that were really, really good. Yeah, um, neck injuries are definitely like. Things that WWE takes really seriously. Yeah, as they should. Yeah, definitely. Um, so it's it's sad to see such a young, uh, like, potential talent. Yeah. Um, especially like so young. It's right. not like she was like thirty eight and you know, on the on the verge of. She retirement. was just about to hit the prime. Mm-hmm. Um, and and like the things that she this girls went through. You know, Alberto the whole Alberto Del Rio like abuse case. And, mm-hmm. um, She's already. A- like past like probably like two or three time mm-hmm. uh, women's champion yeah within the WWE and, and like and like you said she was just like getting her push and like this was it this was like her big moment right and for her career especially with the Royal Rumble coming up yeah, yeah. so first ever women's were Royal Rumble yeah, you know like 
a little bit of positivity, positivity though. She was on Raw, and she was in ring gear, and she mm. was ringside. Mm. So I don't know what's going on there completely. I don't know if WWE is just not sure, and mm. they don't want to like pull her off of TV before they know for sure mm. or what's going on. But I mean, fingers crossed. Hopefully, she's able to mm. you know just yeah. recuperate for a little bit and come back. But you know, yeah, they probably wouldn't have reported or had the rumors that if she had to retire if it wasn't pretty was serious. Um, so, so you know, that sucks for her, so. and we hope her that we hope wish her the best. We wish yeah, her the definitely. best, and uh, you know, hopefully it's. She can get back in the ring one day, yeah. And uh, because she's one heck of a wrestler. Um, and for our last news segment, uh, goes to video games, and we're talking about the rise of Fortnite. Um, Fortnite, uh, recently, I'd say about three weeks ago, passed 30 million players, and that was three weeks ago, yeah. It's still growing mm-hmm. at a very, very fast rate. I just yeah, started playing like last week, mm-hmm. and, and I'm already like, I love it. <coughs> yeah, already addicted. Really yeah, I come over to I don't like like shooter games that much but fortnite i really mm-hmm. i really like playing that even though i'm god awful it's it's um it's an addicting game and for it for it to be free to play mm-hmm. um you know and the developers give so much time to it weekly updates so many and, updates yeah, yeah the and newest they, update just came out yeah the newest update updating the map you know a huge huge update and it's weekly and you know they're working in in and off you know just like not taking any breaks, and they listen to their community. Mm-hmm. That's that's a big thing mm-hmm. now is listening to your community, um, and like just the the way like Haunted Hills, um, a new location that was just added in on mm-hmm. the update, what came from a Reddit post that was a suggestion, oh, that's cool. um, and uh, so they they just took it and they made it into the game. And it, I saw the Reddit post after it was made. And the guy was like super proud, and Epic yeah. was like, you know, that was a really great idea, and we're super proud to use one of our fans' ideas mm. and put it into the game. Super cool. So, and I'm excited to see where it goes from here because yeah. it's so, still so young. Yeah. Like really, like yeah. it could, like there could be like five maps, ten maps total. That yeah. You can play at so, new guns, new everything. Right. Yeah. So, so definitely I'm, something. Yeah, it'll be really cool to see where it's at. Good job. You know, a year games. from now. Yeah. If you if you guys have a PC, Xbox, Xbox One, One, PS4, PS4 it's free. Uh, so. Yeah, free. Give it a try, man. Check it out. Def- uh, playing with friends is definitely really fun. Yeah. Me and Leroy, we play together. Jalen mm-hmm. doesn't because he has a different console. Yeah. But definitely <laughs> check it out. Um, so uh, that's that, that's, uh, our, that's our new segment. new segment. There's yep. the news. So let's let's get moving on to our t- main topic here. Uh, so we're going to be talking about the rise and fall and the revival of rock. Boom. Um, so let's let's start from the beginning. All right. Many in you, the beginning. <laughs> so, um, so many of you guys might not know the story of rock and roll. Um, many people um, believe that Elvis Presley started rock and roll. Um, the hip jiving, you mm-hmm. know, uh, lady killing Elvis Presley. Yeah. Not to knock him. Love the man. Loved his music. Talented, um, talented guy. Yeah, talented guy. But even he admitted himself that he. He did not start rock and roll, nope. and he got his influence from various people um, before him. And these people, I think, should be credited for the start of rock and roll, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, Fats Domino, 1949. Um, so that's <coughs> counted as one of the like first um, rock and roll 
albums um, called The Fat Man. Uh, another very young rock and roll song that you can hear like um, like it's starting, it's forming, mm-hmm. is uh, Rocket 88 by Jackie Brinston. Um, good song, um, but I think this next artist is the one that we have to credit the most. For it's, like the furthering and like for, more for, what For rock like the sound becomes, of what yeah. rock is. Um, Chuck Berry. Now you guys might know Chuck Berry. Um, <coughs> coincidentally, um, from, what is it, Back to the Future yeah. 2 or 1? First one. First one? Yeah. Is it the first? Okay, yeah. yeah. Um, Back to the Future 1. Um, and <laughs> uh, you guys hear <coughs> in that movie, Johnny Be Good. Yeah. Now, there's discussions of Johnny Be Good because Chuck Berry was a black man. Right. Um, all three of these guys that I named off were black men. Um, I'm a firm believer that uh, black people started rock and roll. Yeah. Um, and the, mm-hmm. the info and uh, credit is there. Um, and Johnny Be Good was sung by Chuck Berry, who's black, and Marty McFly, which is, is in white. <laughs> yeah. Um, so this controversy towards that. I don't think they meant anything like mm-hmm. yeah. malicious by yeah. it. It was just like a fun Easter egg. Yeah. But then people afterwards were like, "You made a white guy go back and start rock and roll. What's wrong with you?" It, it's 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 a hard discussion. But Johnny Be Good is a yeah. rock song, and yeah, you can you tell you can if you don't know it. It's I'm, the he- song I'm or... hearing the guitar part. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> yeah, awesome song. Um, but 1955 is one of the first forming of the rock song. Um, electric guitar, um, hard hard riffs. Yeah. Um, it's called uh, Maybelline. Uh, awesome song. I, I personally... Maybe it's made for... Maybe it's made for... So, if you guys ever get the chance, listen to that song and you'll hear the very start of rock. Um, and then after that, we have Richie Valens and Buddy Holly. Um, Richie Valens uh, did not make but perfected the song La Bamba. Uh, I'm pretty sure everyone's heard of La yeah. Bamba. Mm-hmm. If you haven't, you probably should. Um, he also, Richie Valens also made Come On, Let's Go. Um, Come on, let's go, let's go again and again. Um, so that's a really good one. And then Buddy Holly made Peggy Sue. Um, also, very, very, very talented. Um, there's, a, there's a movie about Richie Valens called La Bamba. Mm-hmm. I highly suggest uh, everyone watch it. Very good movie. Um, goes through his life, and his life is hard, yeah. you know? Um, and, of course, unfortunately, Richie Valens and Buddy Holly both died in a plane crash in 1959. That's actually what the song American Pie is about. Really? Yeah. Uh, what's, oh, God, what's his name? Don McLean? I think Cheetle. he's the guy. Don Cheadle. Yeah. <laughs> I think his name's Don McLean, the guy that sings American Pie. Is it McQueen? I think it's McLean. Or it might be Don McLean. I think it's Don McLean. Um, Noah can fact check me on this. But, yeah, it's about, like, when it's saying the day the music died. It's Mm. about when Buddy Holly and Richie Valens were in that. Yeah, Yeah, Don McLean. Good call. Sad sad day. And then, of course, we got Elvis Presley, um, which really drove home um, the, you know, Right. Start mm-hmm. of rock and roll. Yeah, and like the main like obviously yeah, I was gonna say mm-hmm. he didn't obviously he himself said he didn't start rock and roll. The credit belongs elsewhere for that, but mm-hmm. I'd say you can definitely give the credit to Elvis for making rock mainstream mm-hmm. and making mm-hmm. it like, you know, a phenomenon. And I and I just I, I feel like 
not enough credit is given to um, mm-hmm. definitely uh, African Americans. Yeah, to, I mean, um, uh, uh, Little Richard was coming up during this time yeah, too. Yeah, Little Richard. And, uh, he was super flamboyant, way ahead of mm-hmm. his time. Uh, um, he was coming up around the same time as Elvis. He yeah. didn't get quite as big because obviously, you know, it was Ooh, harder. Honestly, but in mm-hmm. the history of music, who's gotten as big as Elvis? Right. Yeah. It's few, like, if any. Yeah. Um, so after that, we move on to the '60s. Um, the '60s, a lot of people. Know. Um, yeah. I, th- I think it's a lot of classic, classic yeah, bands. Come yeah. Out of the um, 60s. Some of the best bands of mm-hmm. all time uh, is up for consideration on this. Um, first, we got the Rolling Stones. I think everyone knows Paint It Black. Um, just uh, changing, changing the sound of rock yeah. and roll. Mm-hmm. Um, it's no longer boppy right um the beatles were <coughs> still a little yeah yeah, yeah um but i think the stones really made it yeah um kind of a harder rock mm-hmm. um it's still not like thrashy right. or like heavy metal but i mean like it's more like clean mm-hmm. like yeah clean um guitar. and i think if we're going to talk about the rolling stones we have to talk about zeppelin because they kind of have the same mm-hmm. sound um and uh zeppelin kind of bring in the uh funkadelic Sorry. Uh, not the okay funkadelic's a band but yeah. like um the psychedelic not funkadelic yeah, 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 yeah psychedelic yeah. side um and i think and then the psychedelic really starts to show up the 70s. <laughs> yeah yeah the 70s is where um w- which we'll talk uh, more about yeah, we'll that get into. um jimmy hendrix mm-hmm. um you know african american rock did not just uh, start and stop in the 50s right. uh, jimmy hendrix is one of the best guitarists if not of all the time. best yeah like um Sad that he had to die so young. Mm-hmm. Um, awesome, awesome uh, dude. Very good voice. Made great songs like All Along the Watchtower. Um, and then we got the Beatles. Yeah. Who, I, who, who were a little bit softer. Yeah, I feel like mm-hmm. the Beatles were like if the Beach Boys and the Rolling Stones had a baby. It was just like mm-hmm. a perfect mixture of mm-hmm. like the poppy Beach Boys and mm-hmm. more. It's just like, such a nice sound. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the Beatles, like, you can't deny the Beatles greatness like just mm-hmm. listen to mm-hmm. really any Beatles song mm-hmm. and I mean what better like frontman duo are you gonna get than John Lennon and Paul McCartney yep. songwriting mm-hmm. musically mm-hmm. W- vocally um like yeah you just can't beat it um and personally I uh for until like last year when I started really really getting into music I didn't like the Beatles I've always been a Stones guy mm-hmm. um I thought the there's Beatles, room in the world for both. Yeah, for for sure now. Um, <laughs> but like the it Be- only just get, no, <laughs> last just, year. it only just happened because Leroy said it could happen. Uh, but like listening to the Beatles and like me re- like how I am uh, respecting music now, um, I think the Beatles are a great band and mm-hmm. they deserved all the hype and yeah. love that they uh, got and are getting. Right. Um, so 60s rolled by um we have other artists but like yeah those are some of the ones yeah, honorable mentions are from like that bob dylan yeah uh so just like we uh don't get like offended or anything if we leave off anybody you mm. think should be on the list we just these are just some people mm. we yeah, definitely or you know what yell out yell out us in the comments Not say too hey hard. you you idiots <laughs> why'd you leave this person out and tell us who you like that we didn't mention. Yeah, um, we're curious. Nicely, don't yell at this, please. Or yell at this. <laughs> you can take it. Um, so we're gonna we're gonna move on to the seventies, okay. um, and this is one of my favorite ages. Yeah. Definitely gotta be. Um, 
so we're going to start off with one of the biggest fans of the 70s. Pink and really, Floyd. ever. Mm -hmm. I yeah. think everybody, if you just walk down the street and be like, hey, you, do you know what Pink Floyd is? Yeah. And first of all, they'd be like, what? Yeah. <laughs> and then you'd be like, do you know what Pink Floyd is? And then they would say, yeah, yeah. of course. Like, I love Pink Floyd. Yeah. Like, the sound's just so cool. There's so many different things they do within their mm -hmm. music. From yeah, like guitar, like guitar riffs and solos to the vocals themselves. Mm -hmm. just, I feel like they, they really weren't afraid just to do something different. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like I think that really starts to show uh, like in the 70s, like like trying to like reach out like a little bit different, do something mm -hmm. different, stuff like that. And they kind of went like against the grain because a lot of bands like the further into the 60s you got, you were getting more into like the heavy metal and mm -hmm. stuff. You were getting closer to mm -hmm. that. And mm -hmm. then Pink Floyd said, you know what? <coughs> We're going to be super chill mm -hmm. and not use, like, super hard guitar, mm -hmm. really. We're just going to kind of, you know, chill I mean, and do, like, really, credit like... LSD yeah. a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> slightly. Uh, speaking about LSD, um, this is, like, uh, basically the start of the psychedelic. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, hippies. Summer of Love and all that just um, happened. Late, yeah. late 60s, early 70s, you know, hippies mm. and all that. Um, but, like... <laughs> um, so like good songs like Another Brick in the Wall. Everyone knows that one. Money um, time. Yeah. Um All you, those are one word. Fun fun story. I think Noah really got into Pink Floyd once we did the um, mm -hmm. uh, Dark Side of the Rainbow yeah. thing. Wizard of Oz oh, and yeah. yeah, you link up the Wizard of Oz and uh Dark Side of the Moon. Uh, you can look it up for like it's, more yeah, in it's depth cool, cool. instructions, but it's so it's cool like, and trippy. Right when Dorothy opens the door money into starts. Oz, mm -hmm. money, yeah, yeah, money it's, starts. It's, yeah, it's so it's really crazy. Cool. I definitely yeah. recommend doing it. Um, and apparently Pink Floyd came out and said, yeah, we didn't mean for this to happen. This is in <laughs> but no it, I find it hard to believe yeah. that there's not yeah, something. They were super weird, like, experimental guys, mm -hmm. so I feel like they definitely would have. So if we're talking about experimental, um, we can st start talking about, like, the start of funk. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, you know James Brown, James Brown, and all them. But I, I want to credit uh, a really big band that's underrated. Yeah, no one ever really talks <coughs> yeah. about them too much. I never hear them like brought up. Um, Funkadelic, Parliament Funkadelic. And uh, fun fact, I uh, right before uh, Childish Gambino's "Awaken My Love" came out, I was really like I was really excited for it. Mm -hmm. So I looked up like saw or bands that would sit that were similar to the sound mm. of that album and one of them like the number one band was mm. funkadelic so yeah. like that's like where he got his like inspiration from yeah. like the sounds very similar yes so if you're a fan similar. of awaken my love definitely check out funkadelic yeah. it's something yeah. super cool um, um that's uh george clinton's yep. band right yep. yeah that is george clinton's band. very very um, talented they have a uh maggot brain yeah maggot brain is probably the biggest one that i would suggest um, Funkadelic is mm -hmm. the name of yeah, yeah one of their uh, I think it was their debut album yeah um, uh, uh, song to listen to from them um, is Hit It and Quit It mm -hmm. um, might sound a little bit more, uh, <laughs> a little more, a little uh, I can't think of a word <laughs> um, racy yeah um, and uh, but it's another really, African American group mm -hmm. yeah uh, Funkadelic. Yeah. yeah. Um, and they kind of started up, you know, the funk sound. Yeah. Um, Definitely pioneered it. What we haven't talked about um, before I move on to other bands of the 70s is um, women mm -hmm. and rock and roll. Mm -hmm. And I think a really huge um, band that 
uh, started kind of the women's rock and roll almost revolution, I would say, mm-hmm. uh, because there's, there's a lot of bands after that that kind of uh, became big with women. Uh, Funkadelic had some women, by mm-hmm. the way, um, but Heart, uh, Heart had songs like Barracuda and uh, Crazy On You. Mm-hmm. If, if you don't know Barracuda, you ain't never played Guitar Hero. Guitar Hero 3. Awesome, awesome band. Um, you know, just women at their best, you yeah. know. Uh, Janis Joplin Janice, was a mm-hmm. 70s artist. Yeah. If you don't know Janis Joplin, she has the coolest, raspiest, just like, just like musky, you mm. know, just like, just like rough, but in a cool way, mm. you know, her voice is really, really cool, really and unique. I, unfortunately, she had to die young too. Yeah. She's part of the uh, 27 Club, isn't she? I believe so. Yeah. Her, Kurt Cobain. Heath uh, Ledger. Yeah. Um, was he, was he, was he yeah. Oh, was he yeah. he might, I think he was around there. He might have been like older. I don't know. Uh, Jim don't Morrison. He was a big one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the Doors were they, the Doors were a seventies group. Sixties, sixties, sixties. Yep. Oh, well, the Doors uh, were really Doors good. are very poetic. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, I would highly suggest them. Um, and then uh, another women's. Uh, it was half and half uh, group. Fleetwood Mac. <laughs> My God! Uh, I just snapped my finger in half. So uh, Fleetwood Mac, Leroy really loves Fleetwood yeah. Mac. Yeah, Fleetwood Mac is really, really good. Um, I could I could talk all day about Fleetwood Mac, um, but I mean, there's so much to say. Rumors, one, one of the, of the best, best albums yeah. of all time. Um, yeah, thanks, thanks for giving. He got me the CD. Um, but like, uh, go your own way. Um, dreams. Mm-hmm. Rhiannon, you know, just like just songs that you can listen to and it's chill and it's yeah. nice to listen to. And, you know, Stevie, and, Stevie Nicks voice is nice. Yeah. And Fleetwood Mac really like kind of succeeded against all odds just because of like the all the inner like turmoil, like within mm-hmm. the group, mm-hmm. like two Stevie Nicks and uh, I can't remember his name. Uh, he had like a, it, uh, his first name was a. A traditionally female. Yeah, name. that's what I was thinking. Uh, I can't remember his name. What, the the male singer in uh, Fleetwood Mac. Mm-hmm. Him and Stevie Nicks were an item off and on for a long time. And Go Your Own Way is kind of like his song about Stevie Nicks mm-hmm. that he wrote. And so whenever he's singing it, him and Stevie are singing it together on stage. Mm-hmm. And she knows he's singing it about her. <laughs> And like dreams, she wrote that about him, mm. and so when they sing it on stage, he knows she's singing about him, and it's just like that. And then the other two, uh, not Fleetwood, but the other guy, and then the other girl, they were married, and then while they were making rumors, they were getting divorced, and it was just like crazy, crazy stuff. Hard, hard the power of music, man. Yeah, yeah. brings everyone mm-hmm. together. Oh, well, and, and, no it's first, what. and it it's people. <laughs> um, and <laughs> we're gonna talk about Stevie Nicks. In yeah, the 80s. separately, separately. Um, uh, all bands we need to talk about through the 70s real quick. Um, Black Sabbath. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously. Ozzy Osbourne. Yeah, Ozzy Osbourne. More you than can... a reality star for you millennials. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, he, had, he was with a band called Black Sabbath, um, and he had some very good songs. You might have heard Iron Man. Um, if you have not watched the movie Iron Man and heard the song <laughs> Iron Man, Watch Iron, uh, <laughs> Watch Iron Man. It's a really good movie. Yeah, um, but they kind of started up thrash. Yeah, uh, mm-hmm. my favorite type of uh, rock. Um, 
um, but um, with the song Paranoid, um, and uh, one of the greatest guitar riffs you could ever hear, also on Guitar Hero 3. Mm-hmm. Um, Play, go- play Guitar Hero 3. <laughs> Just play Guitar yeah, Hero. Play Guitar Hero, yeah. and you'll get a real taste of rock. Yeah. Um, uh, so they, they made some really good songs. Uh, Aerosmith mm-hmm. is one that everybody knows. Walk right. This Way, Dream On, Love in an Elevator. Yeah. yeah. Um, Aerosmith, uh, one of the first like kind of rock groups, like big rock groups to um, do anything with uh, a hip-hop group. Mm-hmm. And that kind of like... Run DMC. Yeah, because... Uh, you know, walk this way. Mm-hmm. That song, everyone knows that song. And uh, I mean, hip hop was a really, really young genre at mm-hmm. the time. And Run DMC was one of the first groups, and people weren't really taking taking hip hop too seriously at the time. And you know, Aerosmith, one of the biggest <laughs> bands in the world at that time, mm-hmm. so it was really big for hip hop. Can you okay for going going on the, like how people didn't really take hip hop uh-huh. seriously? Can you say your verse? About early hip hop. Oh, okay. This so, is how early. This is basically what yeah. early hip hop started with. <clears throat> oh man! Hold up. <clears throat> Make sure you don't get it wrong. All right. I went to the pet store, bought a cat, playing baseball with my baseball bat, and then that's it's basically the, it's it. Just the basic A B. Yeah. Doing yoga on a mat. I don't work out, so I'm gonna get fat, and that's basically what early hip hop was. They had, their lyrics were very. Yeah, and then like uh, in your face, like uh, Rakim was a re- he was like one of the first rappers mm. that was like lyrical. Mm. But anyways, getting yeah, back to side track, side getting track. back to rock. Um, uh, you're welcome for that verse. So you can have that one. Yeah. For free. Um, so transition band from the '70s and the '80s. They started, uh, I believe, 1969. Uh, went through the '70s uh, with uh, a singer. Uh, he o- uh, he overdosed in 1979. And this band that we're talking about is ACDC. Mm-hmm. Um, so they're singing an overdose in 1979. And for most bands, that's, that's like, it. Yeah, that's yeah. it, or they make a new band. Example, Nirvana turned into Foo Fighters. Um, uh, so most bands would have stopped. But they got a new singer. Um, and in 19, I believe, 81, they made Back in Black. Um, come on now. Yeah. So ACDC, uh, a big band um, that got more popular in the 80s and the 70s. Yeah. Now in 80s, you started hearing these harder rock, uh, mm-hmm. almost metal-like yeah. rock. Um, and you also had your, your soft rocks. Um, mm-hmm. And more um, synthy poppy yeah. things. Yeah. I love synth and like 80s yeah, 80s rock is mm. one of my favorite like, um, genres of music. I personally, I hate like hair bands. Yeah, you get all the hair bands. That's my mm. mom loves hair bands. Yeah. <laughs> I don't have anything against hair bands. It's not I, kinda, like, I, I grew up with them with my mom. Yeah, so, like, like I, Van Halen. They have a spot. Mm-hmm. I like Van Halen. Van Halen. <laughs> yeah, I like I like Jump by Van Halen. Mm-hmm. So. I feel well. I think the best thing that came out of hair bands was like the idea of like the front man mm-hmm. you know like mm-hmm. just like the characters like becoming entertainment becoming yeah. entertainers yeah because i mean band. yeah becoming performers, performers you know because mm-hmm. i think that's a really important piece of being a really like like obviously the music should speak for itself mm-hmm. but if you can have a really charismatic like front man that's mm-hmm. just like out there and just gets the crowd <coughs> it gets the crowd going mm-hmm. you know and uh it makes the live shows a lot 
more fun to yeah, go to if you have a sure. you know good person getting the crowd hyped up. Um, so there, there's this all of these different genres now. Um, just like you know, you got you got pop, you got the synth rock, you got uh, hardcore rock, soft rock. Um, you got soft. thrash metal going yeah, on. A lot of alternative bands alternative, started popping yeah, yeah. up in um, the eighties. Red Hot Chili Peppers is an example. It started up, I believe, in '87. Yeah, um, started, uh, got popular more towards yeah. the '90s, but they did start up in the mm-hmm. '80s. I really like The Cure, uh, which is like one of the very first like punk bands. Kind mm-hmm. of, it was like a mix between like synth rock, but like really influenced punk mm-hmm. genres, and it was like one of the first goth bands, kind mm-hmm. of. But yeah. um, so uh, let's let's kind of like run through all the genres real quick of the '80s. Um, first, we're gonna start with my favorite, which is thrash, mm-hmm. and the biggest example, which is one of my favorite bands, uh, Metallica. Um, which what with a name like Metallica, mm-hmm. what what kind mm-hmm. of sound are you expecting? I, I, yeah, um, this is straight metal. This yeah. is uh, thrash, the definition of thrash. Um, so they have songs like One, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Master of Puppets, mm-hmm. Enter Sandman, mm-hmm. the, the song that plays at every football game. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> um, so, like, uh, crazy, like, hard, you know, guitar, drums are loud, you know, just, um, unfortunately, we couldn't really hear the bass. They <laughs> <laughs> um, well, Flea. Flea, <laughs> Flea is probably one of the only, like, bassists yeah, that really, like, comes yeah. through. Um but uh you Are know they called bassists or yeah. bass players no the bassist okay. yeah um but uh uh go going back um to what jalen said about the uh, hair bands and the mm-hmm. front man mm-hmm. you get a little bit of that in the 70s with kiss which we yeah, skipped yeah. more of like the showmanship yeah. mm-hmm. um kiss is a chris kiss is a great band to uh introduce bands like queen yeah um, Which, even though they don't have the same sound, mm-hmm. they did like like you said had that personality. Yeah, mm-hmm. Freddie Mercury. I mean, mm-hmm. one of the most like enigmatic personalities and performers ever mm-hmm. in music. You know, his voice is you know iconic. Everyone knows Bohemian Rhapsody, <coughs> one mm-hmm. of the greatest songs of all time. Mm-hmm. You know, um, as as for women, um, we go back to Stevie Nicks, mm-hmm. who broke away from Fleetwood Mac at this time and made this song, Edge of Seventeen. Mm-hmm. Great song. Um, if you haven't watched School of Rock, it's on School of Rock. <laughs> Watch School of Rock <laughs> first. <laughs> um, uh, great, great. Um, she's she's just a great person in general. Like I I, I love Stevie Nicks. Oh man, <laughs> Stevie Nicks is a great person. I love you. I imagine you look deep into Jalen's <laughs> eyes to say that. <laughs> um, but like. Um, you know, like I said, women were becoming more prominent in rock yeah. and roll, and it and it played more uh, into today. Uh, and going to African Americans, uh, back there again, um, they didn't. It never stopped. Uh, we got Living Color, who made, um, Cold of Personality, great song for you wrestling fans. That's a CM Punk's theme song. If you don't know. Um, great, um, like band that kind of kind of had funk in it, mm-hmm. a little bit of funk, but it just you know nothing wrong with a little bit of funk. Yeah, obviously, but like Living Color had that sound that sounded like eighties rock, 
but kind of a new mix of mm-hmm. funk and 80s rock. Um, what's your favorite color is a great... I thought you were asking for a second. Green. Green. <laughs> yeah. um, and Which Way to America is a great song. Now, this is where we start seeing in the 80s... The blend of genres. Yeah. Uh, it's no longer just like <coughs> straight rock, mm-hmm. you know? There's, it's not guitar, uh, drum, typical drum set, bass, bass singer. singer yeah. Um, we start seeing uh, hip-hop kind of get thrown mm-hmm. in the mix. And hip-hop starts to form in the 80s. Um, 1986, I believe, uh, is it Right right to Ill? Yeah, uh, licensed to Ill. Licensed to Ill um, comes out. Uh, one of the greatest rap rock albums out there. Um and this is made by the Beastie Boys. Mm-hmm. I'm sure you guys all heard of the Beastie yeah. Boys. Um, even if you haven't like heard a Beastie Boy, you've probably heard a Beastie yeah. Boys song, even if you don't know it's yeah. the Beastie Boys. Fight for your right. Yeah. Um, no sleep till Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you can definitely hear the hip hop in there, the way they right. flow. The instruments. The, yeah. The instruments, not so much. Yeah, the instruments are more rock. They're mm-hmm. definitely more rock inspired, and that's definitely something I think you see into the future too. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's the like stuff. Either like the hardcore or mm. just like the the heavy guitar and rock sound with right. the lyric like the lyricism and flow of mm-hmm. the rapper, yeah. Which I think is like yeah, a really, really cool, cool. mix. Yeah. yeah. Um. So the, if if he ever gets gets uh, a right a right a right <laughs> to party a, a chance a chance to um listen to License to Ill, great album. I like every song of that album. Um. <laughs> it is Leroy's word once again Leroy likes them all you like them all yeah you, you should yeah. Um, like, um, your dad really likes License to Ill my dad he? really mm-hmm. likes the Beastie Boys yeah he also really likes uh, Limp Biscuit. Limp Biscuit. <laughs> so <laughs> <laughs> that's mm. alright so yeah, not so. a knock to any of you uh, Biscuiters out yeah. there um, or you know ICP which we never talked about, but that is a group. That... Are you a juggalo? Yeah. We're not. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we're starting to get into the grunge era. Grunge. 90s. This is, this is like a continuation. It's almost like in the, the Metallica started it, but then there wasn't like a ton of like super grungy bands in the mm. 80s. And then in the nineties, it's like mm. people remembered. They they took they took Everyone like said, oh yeah. you know what me too. <laughs> they, they took they took Metallica's like hard vocals yeah. like that like yeah. yeah. It's like then, the precursor to like screamo mm-hmm. almost. Which but, I mean, if you like screamo, nothing wrong with that. Mm. Um, but they they kind of toned down mm-hmm. the instruments yeah. and made it more. I don't want to say understandable. But like, like, <laughs> but like, um, more grungy, yeah. I guess you know. Um, so they kind of made their own genre in itself, and yeah. of course, and everyone's got it. You get some, like, some of the most iconic bands. voices and huge. bands in the history of yeah. rock um, and roll. Nirvana with Kurt Cobain. Mm-hmm. Um, everyone knows Nirvana. Yeah. Smells like Teen Spirit. Shout out Chloe. Yeah. Everyone knows. Smells like Teen Spirit. Um, you know, great songs like Harp Shaped Box, In Bloom, Polly. Uh, All Apologies is my favorite mm-hmm. uh, Nirvana song. Um, uh, about a Girl. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. just songs, just timeless classics. And it's unfortunate that he had to. Just, yeah. You know. Kirk Cobain yeah. had such a cool voice. Yeah. yeah. And um, he, he was a great, he was really 
a really talented songwriter. Mm -hmm. Like his emotions just spilled out yeah. in all of his songs. Um, and, you know, defined grunge. Yeah. And I think mm -hmm. grunge should start with Nirvana. And yeah, definitely. There. Um, going, going with the grunge era, uh, we had bands like Soundgarden, shout out to mm -hmm. the late and great uh, Chris Cornell, mm -hmm. um, one of my favorite Pearl Jam. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, 10, one of the greatest albums of all time. Um, they had songs like Jeremy mm -hmm. um, and Daughter. Um, and shoot, man. I could listen to them all day, every day. Um, they have a lot of a lot of albums um, out there, and uh, are they still releasing music? Yes, yes. Um, not as not much as, as that, yeah. Right. But <clears throat> they never, they never, they never got old for me. Mm -hmm. And uh, I think that's a huge band to credit. And you got <clears throat> Smashing Pumpkins, you know, all all, all those grungy bands that came out, and um, Radiohead, it's a big one. Yeah. Radiohead. Still making great albums. Um, uh, you had Chumbawamba coming oh, out. Oh man! In the nineties, shouts to Chumbawamba, Tub Thumping, Certified Classic. Oh, Love ya, Jalen. Why? Um, so you don't like Chumbawamba? You don't hate on Chumbawamba, Leroy. I really don't want to talk about Chumbawamba. <laughs> you don't have to talk about him. Um, uh, I let um so. Women, yeah, in the nineties, um, gotta love them. Yeah. <laughs> um, a big one that I have to credit is Alanis uh, Morissette. Mm -hmm. Made songs like, "Isn't it ironic?" Oh man, it's like a rain. Uh, I, it, that song uh, does not explain ironic situations. No, no. yeah, and I think we all learned that in middle school yeah. when we uh, got our not, vocab sheets. Not ironic. Coincidental? Coincidental. Elaine yeah, Morissette, great song. Um, unfortunately, you cannot redo that. Get your facts straight. Yeah. Um, and then um, back to African Americans. Yep. African Americans and never, never stop, dude. And uh, Lenny Kravitz is a mm -hmm. big one. You know, uh, he redid American Woman, yeah. which I believe was made by <coughs> not the Who, seventies band. Um. I had it. Yep. They made Pinball Wizard. Is it The Who? Yeah. 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 The Who. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, thanks for The Who? <laughs> thanks for taking 20 seconds out of our <laughs> podcast to think about something you already had. We are Sorry. running over time, but we're having great conversations, so that's fine. Yeah. And um, uh, Lenny Kravitz, if you don't know, uh, Senna. From uh, the Hunger Games franchise. <laughs> that's not what I for all you millennials. <laughs> I, that's not. Yeah. Lenny. That's not what I thought you were going to be talking about. Oh, Lenny Kravitz. We're not going to be talking about the uh, <laughs> yeah. the yeah, other Lenny Kravitz thing. Leroy also thought that he was going to say about him being Sinna. That's what Leroy was thinking. Yeah. 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 Uh, just don't look up Lenny Kravitz. Uh, like, don't research him too hard. <laughs> um, <coughs> so we're moving. All right. So let's get into two thousand. Yeah. We're, um, late about the late nineteen nineties, you hear sort of an alternative sound mm -hmm. come out. Um, coming from grunge, a more like I think like radio friendly sound, <laughs> radio friendly, say. and also um, a uh, little electronic. Yeah, you get some electronic in there, and I think a lot of uh, like really what what we uh, affectionately call emo. 
a lot of emo groups start coming out in the 2000s, which is kind of a continuation of punk rock. But it's like, I would say emo is a little bit softer, almost. Mm -hmm. Like, softer guitar, at least. Uh, Green Day uh, Mm -hmm. was probably the biggest. They're still punk more than emo. Mm -hmm. Um, But they were a carryover from the 90s. Uh, You know, they had Dookie, Mm -hmm. (laughs) which is a a really good album. Uh, American Idiot. Yeah, American Idiot, obviously. Super, super good album. Um, But... uh, these, this is kind of the time where rock wasn't as prominent anymore. Right. Not like, I not like, like I classic like, rock. I felt like it wasn't as, like, yeah. rock, you know? Yeah. yeah. Um, not that it was bad. Yeah, yeah that, like, I, don't, I don't think it was bad. I mean, maybe it was And this is, this is also, this is when, uh, like, when hip-hop started to yeah. become mm-hmm. a more, like, mainstream mm-hmm. sound. Yeah, hip-hop was on the rise, and you yeah. could really see that in rock. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, and not just hip hop. You got electronic. Yeah. You got uh, typical, yeah. typical pop. You know, just like um, sounds that weren't really rock anymore. Mm-hmm. And um, but uh, this, <coughs> there's some, there's some um, bands that kind of uh, attempted to blend uh, mm-hmm. the two. And one of the biggest ones that are still going, Gorillas, mm-hmm. um, first formed off of the band Blur. Um, they might, I believe it's called Song 82. Um, I, I can't remember. Uh, it, it was like, woo, uh, woohoo. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Um, Tim one of the Maddens. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so there was, there was that, but they, they moved on to become the Gorillas, which mm-hmm. is a better band in my opinion. Um, and they had, they kind of come, kind of combined uh, hip hop and rock again. Mm-hmm. We're seeing this pop up again in the later 90s um, and going into the 2000s. Uh, songs like Clint Eastwood. Mm-hmm. Feel uh, Good Ink. <laughs> Feel Good Ink. Um, you know, and they're still going with hip-hop and yeah. rock and alternative and electronic and stuff. Yeah. Uh, another band that was really big um, as far as bringing hip-hop and rock together um, was Linkin Park. Obviously, uh, one of the... I would say one of the biggest bands of the 2000s mm-hmm. for sure. Um, uh, Chester Bennington passed away recently, uh, so I don't think they're going to continue really as a band anymore, I wouldn't mm. imagine. Um, so that's unfortunate. Um, but yeah, like they had some songs that everybody knows, In the End, Crawling, stuff like um, that. Um, and you know, <laughs> you, got, you, got, you still had popular bands, mm-hmm. still. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, rock, rock, um, rock wasn't dead completely, but it, it was getting there, but you still had popular bands like the White Stripes, um, mm-hmm. and they made, uh, Seven Nation Army, mm-hmm. also mm-hmm. played at every football game, uh, every, every athletic game, basically. Yeah. Um, 2000s were, I would say the most prominent genre of rock during the 2000s was called, was a genre called pop punk. Mm-hmm. And Panic at the Disco and Fall Out Boy were definitely the two biggest mm-hmm. bands to come out of Vampire that movement. Weekend. Yeah, Vampire Weekend, stuff like uh, bands like that. And I'm a really, I'm actually a really big fan of that genre. I like a lot of bands that came out of that. Panic at the Disco. Um, this is, this is kind of like what we grew up. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it was just the rock that I heard the yeah. most mm-hmm. at that time. Uh, obviously, Panic at the Disco has a ton of hit songs. Fall Out Boy does, and both of them have really like evolved a lot as mm-hmm. a band. Uh, Brandon Urie is literally the only person in Panic at the Disco 
now. There are mm. no other members of that band. Um, um, but yeah, they're both of them became more like uh, pop, pop-ish, mm. more pop-inspired. I would say as they got further along in their careers. I but, think I think um, the two thousands were underappreciated, mm-hmm. and uh, I think at, at one point in time we need we need to go back as people and <coughs> like. Um, like just listen to all this and see how much like good came out of the two thousands because yeah, I, I just feel like it, I, I feel like it gets underappreciated because like tall like the true like rock and rollers out mm-hmm. there it's mm-hmm. like it wasn't hard enough you know yeah. it wasn't yeah. like the hardcore I mean, guitars you know, and mm-hmm. stuff if everything is super hardcore mm-hmm. then nothing has like that X factor if everything has that X factor then nothing has that x factor because it's all the same you know so you have to have those bands that come along and slow it down you know like a pink floyd who comes along and slows it down i think we're now hearing it more Mm -hmm. but because we're 18 um and we hear about the 90s grunge we hear about Mm -hmm. the 80s 70s and 60s because that's what our parents grew up with Mm -hmm. and you know (laughs) we went through the 2000s ourselves so we're gonna start hearing it more because this people, is what we're gonna be telling our kids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like you listen to "Buy You a Drink" by T Pain. Yeah, well, not rock, but <laughs> I know. But still, <laughs> just shouts out to T Pain. Yeah. Um. <laughs> so after that, we move into the tens. Um. By this point, um, early tens, rock is pretty much, I'd say, almost dead. Mm-hmm. Um. Not yeah. There's not really a ton of definitely. Like, the early, classic rock. Definitely early 10s is when hip-hop is... Yeah. Like yeah. Ma- like, like, definitely yeah. mainstream yeah. in America. Um, <clears throat> but you still had really, really good bands come out of the, the early 10s and are still going. Mm-hmm. Uh, some that come to mind are Cage the Elephant. Yeah. Arctic um, Monkeys. Arctic Monkeys. Black um, Keys. Yep. Uh, the Lumineers. Lumineers. The Heavy. Mumford and Sons. Um, the Heavy... Which we'll talk about the heavy a little bit later. Um, just like these bands that, like 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 the two thousands, very underappreciated. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like they need to be listened to more. Um, because their music is so great, and I really love these bands. Like, um, do I uh, do I want to know by Arctic Monkeys? Yeah. Like obviously it's like the, their most mainstream Da-da-da-da. song, but at the same time it's like it's it's, it's the a song. <laughs> it's the song. Yeah. Um, and. This was the time where, um, you know, not a lot of people knew about this stuff. Yeah. Um, and the... And uh, I, the uh, you, you, no, no, go uh, ahead, go ahead. The the 10s is definitely where I think, like, alternative bands yeah, are alternative really, really, really starting over. to, like... And, like, even, yeah. like, especially, like, today. Mm-hmm. Like, like, and coming up into, like, the near future, I definitely think alternative bands are going to be, like, the new right. like, like, wave uh, of what's happening. Like, probably the most popular rock band in the world right now is probably 21 pilots yep they are they have they're probably working on an album now i would imagine but you know uh vessel and blurry face were both really big Mm -hmm. releases when they came out and they're another example of rock blending with hip-hop because Mm -hmm. uh they do a lot of rap in their songs but there's they're still definitely influenced by you know punk rock Mm -hmm. and you know they're one of the biggest bands in the world and got super super uh like a, a ton of radio exposure um so that's obviously to a lot of like mm-hmm. 
purists of rock, mm-hmm. they probably don't listen to Twenty One Pilots, and they're mm-hmm. like, "Look at them keeping keeping it alive." But I mean, they I mean they are, you know, because mm-hmm. there's nothing wrong to, to me. There's nothing wrong with moving to get your like message and like the music mm-hmm. that you want to put out out mm-hmm. there. There's nothing wrong with taking influences from the most popular sounds of the time. Mm-hmm. As and long on- as you're not losing. And honestly, like, I don't think sound. I don't think we should or like we should determine it off of like the true like purist and like old school rock right. and rollers because mm-hmm. soon we're gonna like our generation is gonna be the people that like decides what's what and yeah this is what this is what we're given this is mm-hmm. what we have so this is what rock and roll is does yeah, yeah. <laughs> um and so um we start to see a revival of rock yeah like um, old versions of mm-hmm. rock yeah. start coming back um top bands like the 1975 which oh, we're all big fans yeah, of all big fans i've been to two two concerts of the 1975 um bleachers is another one i've also been to two concerts been to one he went with one. me didn't catch the drumstick yeah we told this story and we're gonna keep dragging it on um uh so like they start to sound retro mm-hmm. like the 80s yeah um so you still got the synths you got stuff and like that and i i I really like this yeah Um, because to to me music is a lot like fashion mm -hmm. where fashion always repeats itself things always come back and i think the 80s are a really big influence on like culture right now like Um, not us but like us right like as a generation because you're seeing a lot of like the rolled jeans jeans come are coming uh, back denim yeah Mm -hmm. denim is really big right now and then 80s music style yeah jumpsuits are cool uh, bucket hats are cool. Uh, but and then like, hey, music also cool. Jay, take it easy. <laughs> um, so like because I dropped that verse earlier. And then, uh, <laughs> and then the African American influence yes. come. It's coming back right now. Um, yeah. Really, uh, coming back like it was. Mm-hmm. Uh, like even I. This is more like African American rock stars than almost ever before now. Um, big names. Like um like Childish Gambino, mm-hmm. um, especially with his new yeah like, Awaken My Awaken Love. My Love yeah, yeah. like um, obviously before his most recent album he was one hundred percent a hip hop artist mm-hmm. but this one you know he really you know it's shook a, up a the little game. bit of everything um and like we talked about before in the nineteen seventies Funkadelic mm-hmm. um apparently he listened to a lot of Funkadelic before he made his album and he I even has it. a couple Funkadelic yeah. songs in Atlanta his yeah. hit TV yeah. show. And, um, Watch Atlanta, by the way. Great show. Yes. Second season coming out recently. Watch March first, first season. Right? March 1st, yeah. yeah. Yep, March 1st. Uh, watch it. Um, but he, first song in that album, Me and Your Mama. Um, I can personally tell you, and Noah can, and I'm pretty sure Jalen can. First time we heard that song, that's the vibiest song I've ever listened to in my life. Besides Red Such, a good Such song. hard guitar riffs in it. Just, I, I watched a virtual Childish Gambino yeah, concert where he was yes. playing oh, that song, that and is, it was pretty cool, yeah. not going to lie. Um, the concert. Um, didn't, you, in, didn't you say, when you first started listening to me and your mom and your dad said, did Pink Floyd release new music? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, that's really <laughs> cool. Um, so, like, you know, you got them, you got, uh, I, I don't remember the, her name, but it's a black lady, and she uh, runs a band with uh, other like like white people um called the alabama shakes 
Now, um, no, I didn't know about this band before mm-hmm. this Until podcast. Today. Oh, yeah. Um, and I played one song from them, and he was like, this band is from today. Sounded like straight from the 70s. Dude. Yeah, it um, was like 60s, 70s. Amazing. Uh, like almost Janis Joplin yeah. voice, but like it's strong, strong, powerful yeah, uh, voice. <laughs> and uh, very, very like impressive, and I highly suggest them. Gary Clark Jr., um, definition of a like just artist rock star yeah um like uh, i would say uh late 80s early 90s sound and um, then you get uh some like lesser known people like well we know michael mm-hmm. uh yeah. definitely oh. has like a folk feel to it mm-hmm. all his songs mm-hmm. definitely and uh the heavy uh like the i said cool. like i said um they made um how you like me now mm-hmm. a big radio hit uh short change hero is a great great song um so so we get we still have rock and we, we're seeing a slight revival but the biggest revival is now in hip-hop which got you know it, the biggest genre of 2017 yeah out yeah as of 2017 yeah. hip-hop is pop technically because hip-hop passed rock for the most popular genre of music in the world for the first time ever mm-hmm. so um and as we said probably two or three times already in this video where early on bands would take like like the hardcore like rock mm-hmm. instrumentals and like instruments guitars and they would have the flow and lyricism of the rappers mm-hmm. right and in today's like uh today's music world mm-hmm. that's almost like 50% of what you hear like on right. the radio yeah uh, the most popular like rock stars mm. are rappers mm. these days. Like, yeah I would today. say the like the biggest you know example of rock today mm. I would say is an emo rap mm-hmm. mostly yep which um, is a quickly quickly growing mm. subgenre of hip-hop um, before we talk about that take a listen to humble by Kendrick Lamar mm-hmm. um, from the album Damn. Um, great, <coughs> great album. Yeah, so good. One so of good. I, I, it's not. I don't think it's his best. I definitely think To well, Pimp a Butterfly is the best. Yeah, I mean, when you have a three album run like To Pimp a Butterfly, four album. Uh, if you, I think if you count Section, section Eighty. Yeah, Section Eighty yeah, is great. Yeah, too. if you count Section Eighty, uh, Good Kid, Mad City, To Pimp a Butterfly, Damn. I mean, Kendrick, not, Kendrick's not was, including Untitled. Right, Untitled was a great album too. Um, but, um, if you take a listen to Humble, what's the first thing you hear? Yeah. Um, I mean, samples have always been a big part Mm. of hip hop and I think, but they were usually R and B samples Mm. throughout like the eighties and nineties. And I think getting into the two thousands and especially now they're sampling rock a Mm. lot more. Yeah. And it's it's really really cool. cool to hear. Um, but going into emo rap now, um, you're starting to hear, um, not just you know beat pads or you know R and B samples mm-hmm. and stuff. You're starting to hear, and especially in emo rap, uh, back uh, African Americans are right. the yeah majority yeah. of um, emo rappers. Yeah, <laughs> there's a few exceptions. Post Malone is one. Post Malone, um, uh, Lil, Peep. Lil Peep, who just recently yeah. passed away. Yep. Um, but like you, you start to hear. Not like I said, not the beat pads, not the R and B. You start to hear acoustic guitars, electric guitars, mm-hmm. you know, uh, like real drum sets, yeah. like band drum sets, um, and um, 
you start to hear that in the songs. Um, a great example is some of you guys might not like him. It's depending on your thoughts on him. Um, Tentacion. Mm -hmm. um, his newest album, at least. 17. 17. Because, yeah. um, like, right when 17 dropped, the first thing Jalen said was, I definitely don't think this is, like, a hip-hop rap yeah. album. This is definitely a rock album. Yeah, it was a, it was a surprise for and, us all. Yeah, and then, like, every song on the album is, without a doubt, a rock song. Yeah. Um, great album. I, mm, I was, yeah. I was yeah, totally I surprised. I totally surprised by it. Um, uh, 20 minutes. Everything aside from, like, what he has done, like, uh -huh. in his personal life right. and... All, everything that he's like been through and like is currently going through, mm -hmm. the album itself is it's very quality, yeah, if you, high quality music. If you've ever like felt like sad or like really, if you've suffered anxiety or depression or anything like that, mm -hmm. I think Seventeen is a really good album mm -hmm. to listen to because it's just raw, raw emotion. Mm -hmm. You can yeah. tell everything that he's singing. He's singing it from his heart, and he's you know. Um, it's just yeah, it's just really, really, like really save powerful. Me. Mm -hmm. Yeah, <laughs> that's a that's a really good one. Um, a big name, little little Uzi Vert. Mm -hmm. um, little Uzi might be the most popular artist. Yeah, at least like to our generation mm -hmm. today. Yeah. I mean, EXO tour life. You know, it's a huge mm -hmm. smash hit, mm -hmm. and it's you know talking about you know basically being lonely. Mm -hmm. You know, the whole song is about that. You mm -hmm. know, so um, and then. Uh, a bunch of other like like big name like mainstream people like uh tyler mm. uh kendrick like you've already said mm. uh little yachty mm -hmm. who is uh probably like not as much as other people on the list but i definitely think it's there with like yeah. the emotional side of like rock and roll uh, yeah. just like emotional vulnerability yeah. is becoming a, a lot more uh like mainstream within hip-hop because which is good i think because we all have it and and like you see it from um, Outcast, like mm -hmm. um, Outcast, really, um, really ex express that with uh, Andre Three Thousand and Big Boy. Um, you can you can tell through the lyrics, like, right? Um, they're really explaining their yeah. emotions, and I think I, I think that's what makes Andre Three Thousand such yeah, a great yeah, yeah. Uh, I would, musician. I would argue that Tupac was an emo rapper. Yeah, was sure. one of the earliest emo rappers. Him and uh, Biggie. I don't. I Biggie. Yeah, Biggie yeah, had yeah. some Biggie, dumb lyrics. Yeah, Biggie had. Biggie was. He did sometimes. I don't think he ventured into that territory as much. Yeah, as, as Tupac, much as Tupac. Uh, dear Mama. He was. Yeah. yeah. Um, Tupac like, came from. Biggie heart. tried to be more of like a gangster, well, obviously you know. And like oh. early on, it was. Oh. It was. It just wasn't cool at the time. It just <laughs> wasn't like you weren't going to get radio play. You weren't going to get street cred and all that if you were singing about your feelings, but. Just the way you Tupac know. went about it was yeah. a lot different than emo rappers today. Obviously. If you don't play Dear Mama on Mother's Day, then what are <laughs> what you, are you doing? doing? Um, so yeah, like it, it's really, really interesting to hear now. Um, one one of the most recent songs songs that I can think of is a uh, Rihanna's new song, um, Wild Thoughts. Yeah, Wild okay. Thoughts. <laughs> and um, the uh, hook itself is just a guitar. Yeah, yeah it's like a, a guitar Santana riff. sample, isn't it? I'm pretty sure it is. Yeah. Um, and, uh, so, like, it's just, like, it's becoming more prominent, and I'm glad to see the revival of this stuff, and yeah. I, and I want to see people, and I want to see, like, these, these black artists who, you know, didn't really have the say in their 2000s, mm -hmm. because rock was <coughs> dying, um, like, like, uh, Alabama Shakes, it's a great one, Childish Gambino, um, The Heavy, which I love The Heavy, and I think they're really, really good. I, I, I want to see him strive and, you know, become big. Yeah. And uh, definitely, 
all the credit and recognition that African Americans uh, didn't receive early on, they're definitely, without a doubt, yeah, making up for it. Yes, because yeah, like, like obviously, like with today, like majority of emo rappers or hip hop artists mm. in general, the most popular people mm. in hip hop and uh, rock and roll are African Americans, and obviously it doesn't make up for the past and like what they weren't uh, recognized for. But I think it's definitely good that today they're without a doubt yeah. uh, African Americans are the top. Right, because like hip hop culture, hip hop culture belongs to black culture, mm-hmm. and hip hop culture is popular culture now. Mm-hmm. Like officially, hip hop is popular culture. So, you know, mm-hmm. this is a, a like uh, setting aside all the like racial issues that still exist mm. as far as artistry and recognition for art this is like the best time for black artists <laughs> not just black i mean women mm-hmm. yeah you d- know, women uh, are getting uh, everything everything L- lgbt mm-hmm. all that um you know uh even like hispanic um just world worldwide yeah. i mean i I listen to more like Japanese and Korean <laughs> than I ever. Ichima. Had. Yeah, um, <laughs> and you know they're coming up too. Um, Rich Chiga mm-hmm. is the first one that comes to mind Rich for me. Brian, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, Joji. Yeah, yeah. Joji. Um, you know K K O H H and all them. Um, like just you know just all come to mind and it's like it's cool to see like all these different races. <laughs> Before the video started, Leroy said. Can I shout out K-O-H-H in the video? <laughs> and me and Jayla both said no. <laughs> and he still did. I'm sorry. Um, we will not listen. be on the next podcast. <laughs> I'm quitting. Um, oh. <laughs> well. Um, so, you know, I'm really glad to see, you know, the revival of rock and roll. Yeah, rock yeah. definitely. It's, all, it's back on the uprise. In a different form. Not exactly how it was before, but it's staying alive, and you know you can still see that it's influencing music today, mm-hmm. which is really cool. Um, and I highly suggest you just one day go through, um, look it up on Google or whatever you want to do. Uh, you know, ask us on the comments, tweet us, whatever, um, and be like, you know, what's some rock bands that I mm-hmm. should listen to, or you know, some songs that tell us the artists that you you're interested in. <coughs> We can give you suggestions off what you guys mm-hmm. uh, yeah like give us. Tell us what vibe you're looking for. We can tell you an artist that we think meets that vibe. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I think I think this is a great time for music and yeah. a great time for just artists in general. Um, so that that pretty much concludes that topic. Yeah. Um, so before we uh, wrap up the video, we want to do our uh, customary thing, which is to go through our three things at the end. So, like normal, we'll have a song of the week, we'll have a thought of the week, and then this week, our third uh, our third wild card thing is going to be YouTuber of the week, just a YouTuber that we've been watching recently and that we want to give, uh, you know, shout-outs, shout, shouts out to. Mm-hmm. So, uh, we're going to start out with song of the week? Yeah, yeah. we'll start out with song of the week. Uh, uh, I guess I'll go first. Uh, mine would be Summer Friends by Chance the Rapper. Chance Great the time. Rapper is one of the best voices in yeah. rap today I'd say. <clears throat> uh yeah mine is uh called television slash so far so good by uh an alternative artist uh he's starting to get pretty big i think people yep. are starting to recognize him a lot more but his name is rex orange county 
uh, really different, really unique sound. Uh, that's my favorite song on his album called Apricot Princess. But uh, yeah, check mm-hmm. it out. Good song, good song. Um, I discovered him through uh, Tyler, the creator. Okay. Um, went to his subreddit and <laughs> I subscribed and then I started listening. I didn't like his music at first. It's um, it, it's kind of an acquired taste. Yeah. It's, uh, it's really, really unique. He, and he doesn't have like an amazing voice. Mm-hmm. It's just like a really like raw, like yeah. cool voice. Um, And then like it's become, it, it's definitely been one of my favorite albums for the, from the past year. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I really like it. I've been listening to it a lot. Yeah, and uh, I like him. Um, uh, my, mine is going to be uh, Kid Cudi's <coughs> Confused from the album uh, Speed and Bullet to Heaven. Um, he was, he's another, he, he was a rap, you know, he, he was a straight rap guy mm-hmm. for a long time. And then in 2015, he made a straight punk rock yeah. album and um, nobody expected it. <laughs> it's really emotional. Like it, it, it kind of started the emo rap. And, yeah, it was um, an early one. Yeah, and um, like, like that whole album is just he was depressed, and you can tell through his lyrics, um, and confused. You can really see his vulnerability, and it's great to yeah. hear. So that's mine. Uh, thought of the week, mine would be <coughs> Fortnite is really fun, and I suggest <laughs> playing it. Uh, okay, uh, my thought of the week. Is that you can you can hate something without being a hater if you have a like valid reason for hating it. My example is gonna be the Paul brothers, Logan and Jake. I hate their content. I do not like their videos. I think they're annoying, and I don't like their music. I don't think they're very talented as musicians <laughs> at all. Um, and I think that they're kind of like attention attention whores a little bit and they do a lot of things just for the sake of getting views you don't like you don't like that song they're just like buy that merch buy that merch (laughs) that's the it's literally a commercial yeah how what about that what about that That, that's part of emo rap (laughs) yeah you're right you're right but but i but so i have reasons for not liking i don't think it's good i don't think it's high quality content Mm -hmm. But I'm not going to hate on them for being successful. And uh, besides Logan Paul's recent mess up, I have nothing but respect for the for the success that they've gotten because they found a way to, you know, have fun and make millions of dollars on YouTube just having fun and doing stuff that they enjoy doing. I'm not going to fault anybody for doing that, even if I don't like the content that they put out. Mm. So that's my thought of the week. Um, my thought of the week is uh, two thoughts. Uh, because no, bro, that's cheating. Oh, I'm sorry, <laughs> but uh, one is you can throw your life away on stuff like I have been on the Borderlands franchise. I've put in over forty-eight hours in the last two weeks on Borderlands. Um, but as long as you're having fun, mm-hmm. that's not throwing your life yeah. away. It's it's literally the you know the best moments of your life. Um, and, uh, my other thought of the week is, um, just, you know, keep staying positive, you know, and things might get rough. That's my thought of the <laughs> ever. Um, A-P-A-T-T. Um, but like, just, just keep staying positive, you know, there's hard things. And, you know, I, like I said before, I went, I went through depression and stuff and it's hard, but you know, there's a lot of people who helped me and, uh. 
these guys and I, you know I shouted other people out on my snapchat and you, you guys know who you are um, <laughs> don't say it aggressively <laughs> I'm coming you for you are. um but like yeah just uh, stay just keep staying positive you know things will get better and I firsthand experienced that mm-hmm. so uh, and then the wild card of the week, yep. which is our YouTuber of the week. YouTuber of the week. Uh, mine's going to be Good Mythical Morning. It's a show hosted by two two guys, Rhett and Link. I think it's a, a channel, our our channel's definitely like... Influenced. Influenced. Influence. Like, <laughs> like, yeah. like uh, music uh, artists mm-hmm. are influenced, just like we are, the content yeah. we put out, mm-hmm. our setup. Yep. Uh, just everything we do, it's definitely coming from... They're, they're very funny. They do a lot of... Uh, unique things on their channel they have a lot of their own segments that no one else does anything yeah. like them it's super funny i suggest watching them yeah uh my youtuber of the week uh you might not have heard of him pretty small <laughs> up-and-coming youtuber goes by the name pewdiepie oh, uh, I watched... <laughs> no 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 i watched him a lot when i was younger and i liked his videos and i didn't watch him for a little while um but i recently started watching him uh a lot uh, a lot again and you know, he still is funny, and he seems a lot uh, happier mm-hmm. now doing what he's doing, um, and he talks about it a lot in his videos, how he just decided to start doing things that he, he enjoyed, wanted yeah. to do and that yeah. he enjoyed doing, and that made... Which I, I think, think that shows a recipe for success. Yeah, for I think it shows in his content. He, seem, he seems happier doing it, so the fans are going to be happier watching. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, I just enjoyed, uh, you know, reacquainting myself with, uh, with Felix recently. So, yeah, PewDiePie. Uh, well, you guys know my uh, YouTuber. On three, let's all say it. One, <laughs> One two, two, three. three. Wrestling, wrestling, wrestling with regret. regret. I forgot it. I, it's, um, they said it earlier. <laughs> I've, I've, I've um, been watching a lot of wrestling with regret lately. Um, also because I want to get myself more familiar with old uh, wrestling, mm-hmm. you know, uh, attitude era, pre-attitude era, because there's not a lot that I, I really know about that. And... Uh, I feel like Brian Zane from Wrestling with Regret really explain, explains it uh, very well, and it's in a comedy way, and I and I really like um, how he explains it, and just like you know, um, things that you would never think about, he just he talks about in wrestling, um, like wrestling albums. Like I didn't even know there was wrestling yeah. albums out there, and he like does like full reviews of them and how much they suck. <laughs> And, uh, he's, he's a funny he's, dude. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's definitely one of the better uh, wrestling um, guys out there, and and he actually uh, used to wrestle. Yeah. So that's that's pretty cool. So, so uh, that that's all we have to talk about for today. Mm-hmm. So if you uh, don't already follow us on Twitter, do that at Set in Stone PC. We'll link it in. Uh, definitely, definitely <coughs> follow us, please. We only have like fourteen followers right now, mm-hmm. but uh, uh, we really want you guys' input on what. Yeah what you guys want us to do. Mm. So comment, like, subscribe, please. Let's try to get this video to... Let's go for 15. Why not? Well, let's get this video to 15 likes. Yeah. Oh, wait. Before... We we do have a big announcement. We forgot to say it in the introduction. Um, we're not just going to be doing YouTube anymore. Oh, yeah. Um, this podcast. Oh, yeah. This podcast only. Um, not, 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 our, not our prediction videos or anything mm-hmm. like just that. Podcast. Yeah, just podcast. Just, just podcast. Just a podcast. Are now going up on SoundCloud and the on podcast. the podcast app for <laughs> you did the, say podcast. The, the podcast app <laughs> on the podcast app on Apple. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, we had to do a lot of work for it. Mm-hmm. Um, basically, technical stuff that I had to figure out. 
Yeah, and I sat next to him yeah. while he figured it out. Um, but uh, yeah, we uh, we got our podcast okayed through Apple. Mm-hmm. Uh, they reviewed it and said it was okay. They so said no. it was the greatest podcast they had ever listened to. So, so they you know. no, they just sent us an email saying, "Yeah, your podcast is okay. Do whatever you want to do." Why can't you let me have that one? <laughs> um, so yeah, so now we got it on what three platforms? Three platforms. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, we're trying to get a name out there. Yeah. Um, so a uh, big shout out to uh, Sam Welch. Because he he did he did tell us to put our podcast out on the podcast yeah. app because that's what he listens to and a lot of people apparently listen to that on their way to work and uh, during work and all that yeah um, so um, yeah that's so, a big step up for us uh, if you stuck around uh, if you're still here watching if you made it to the end of the end of the video an hour and twenty minutes later first yeah. off thank you for yeah, being a thanks. loyal viewer that is cool uh, if uh, if you watch our videos thank you we really do appreciate it like yeah. when. Like I think we wake up the first thing we do is we go and check our channel. Yeah, That's, at least I can I speak for yeah, myself. Yeah, I do. I check it a lot. It's something. It's just, it's just really fun. We really mm-hmm. enjoy doing this. It's and I think it's cool that people can get a view of our friendship right uh, through YouTube and just and like our opinions on things. And it's like it's really surreal. Yeah, like kind of like it, like when, obviously when we're, we're not here. Yeah, we're not. <laughs> yeah, huge. we're not huge, but it's just like. If when, someone says like, "Hey, I listen to your, uh, I watch your newest video, or I listen to your podcast," it's, like, it's just like, "Oh, really? That's yeah. that's cool." Mm. Or like, uh, you know, I think we're up to like twenty six subscribers. subscribers right now, mm. and that's just weird. It's crazy that's that twenty six yeah, people twenty six people want to watch our videos. Yeah, yeah. Um, and like, like we just surpassed what seven hundred views. Uh, yeah, we're almost eight hundred. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and that's that's pretty crazy already. Yeah, you know, we're not even a month old yet. And we're 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 getting uh getting views and we're getting and we're only, and we're only getting better. Yeah, I, I, I can like definitely say so. our video quality is improving. We're yeah, getting more comfortable. Yep. We're just right. becoming better YouTubers yep. altogether. Um, I'd say. And uh, podcasters. Yeah, we make YouTube videos too. Yeah, we're uh what they call the business triple threats between uh podcasters, YouTubers, and uh cooks. Big ballers. Oh no. Okay. So uh, if you're still here watching, uh, if you like my glasses, tweet hashtag Team Noah's glasses. Please don't tweet. So yes. if you like, my... no, no, my, I don't, my hat. It's only me. I only get the hashtag. Okay. This is my right. thing. Uh, so if I see one of those tweets, just one of those tweets, <laughs> my day will be made. I guarantee you. So uh, thanks for watching this podcast. Uh, please like, comment, subscribe. Our Twitter is going to be linked in. Please follow us. Uh, Yeah, thank you so much. And with that, this podcast is set in stone.